This is Making Waves from NOAA's National Ocean Service. I'm Troy Kitch, your host. Today we're going to tell you about NOAA's new Gulf of Mexico Disaster Response Center, now under construction in Mobile County, Alabama. The center is the first of its kind, and it promises to change the way people respond to and prepare to respond to all the many hard-hitting storms, spills, and other events that all too often strike this fragile region. Charlie Henry is with us today. He served as NOAA's Scientific Support Coordinator for the Gulf of Mexico region for the past 13 years, and he's the acting director of the new center. I began by asking him how the idea for the Disaster Response Center came about. You have to go back a little bit in time, back to 2005 hurricane season, and I think that's what really identified the vulnerability of the Gulf of Mexico to certain types of threats. Hurricanes is one example. And 2005 was probably one of the worst hurricane seasons that we had seen. Hurricanes Katrina and Rita devastated the Gulf coastline and took thousands of lives in 2005. And in the aftermath of these giant storms, Congress decided that something more was needed to help people in the area prepare for and better respond to these types of natural disasters. So in 2008, Congress appropriated funds to build the Disaster Response Center. But while the idea for the center came from this terrible hurricane season, it has a bigger purpose. You know, hurricanes aren't the only threat. If you at all heard anything on the news over the last uh, nine months, you'd heard about the Deepwater Horizon oil spill and the economic impact and the environmental impact that that spill caused to the Gulf of Mexico region. This center is also designed to provide additional assistance and coordination on those type of events as well. So it's an all-hazards response center. So to get at what the center is going to offer, we have to step back a little bit and look at how NOAA does business today. Now, as I mentioned when I introduced Charlie, he's been the NOAA Scientific Support Coordinator for the Gulf region for well over a decade. There are eight other people like Charlie around the nation that help coordinate scientific support for all the U.S. coastal and territorial waters when man-made or natural disasters strike. So what do I mean by scientific support? Well, take the Deepwater Horizon oil spill. The Coast Guard led the response to the crisis, but to do this job, they needed lots of information. Things like oil spill trajectories, models that would predict what was happening underneath the waves, and real-time weather and water data. These are the kind of things that NOAA provides. The science that helps responders, well, respond smartly and efficiently. So if we have these support coordinators in place around the country, how will the Gulf Center be different? It comes back to this. We need something more robust and permanent in place in the Gulf, because the Gulf of Mexico is a place that's especially prone to severe hazards. The Disaster Response Center provides an extension to a lot of the coordination work that we already do. What changes is that the Disaster Response Center, because it's a physical building and location, it provides like a hub to coordinate a lot of these activities and what we think would add value to the resources that we can bring on scene. It provides coordination through that hub, additional training through that hub, a staging area through that hub, as well as uh, improving the communications through that hub, through the IT infrastructure, and being able to provide a lot of NOAA products and services real-time in a building that's, been, that's rated to withstand storms up to Category 5 hurricanes and Force 5 tornadoes. Yeah, this is going to be one tough building. And it needs to be, because when a disaster strikes is exactly when the information the center will provide will be most needed. The new center is in Mobile County, Alabama, roughly at the center of the northern Gulf of Mexico coast. It's not located down by the waterfront in the bay, but it's high up on the ground near a Coast Guard air station. So it's close to a lot of Coast Guard support, and it's out of harm's way from storm surges. I asked Charlie what's going to be inside the new structure. This building is 15,000 square feet. 
It will house 30 full-time staff. It has a very large room that we can use either for training or can be reconfigured to a operations command center with breakout rooms and additional conference rooms. It has a video wall. And it's rated to withstand winds up to 150 miles per hour. And there's also a vault on the inside to protect the people working there that can withstand winds up to 200 miles per hour. And another cool thing about the building, it's also a certified green structure. It has everything from solar water heating to support the facility to rainwater recovery systems to support a lot of the water needs of the building and the landscaping. And it's designed to be highly energy efficient. So it's really a state-of-the-art building that's very hardened and very flexible in how we can configure it to either provide training or provide workshops or to configure it for actual emergency response support. So as Charlie just said, the center is for much more than just responding to emergencies as they happen. In fact, he said the day-to-day job of the center will be contingency planning and training so that all players in the region, NOAA people, other federal responders, and state and local partners, will be ready for the next event. And to make sure that the next time, mistakes made during past crises are not repeated. One of the most important things you learn in emergency response is that Sometimes mistakes happen, and often those are driven by the fact that there are unique events that people really don't understand, and they're happening in real time. There's no time to study it. The events just happen. You know, there's no value gained from the second kick of a mule. You know, you don't want to make the same mistake twice. And uh, so we really want to provide that catalyst in in a physical location to host those workshops to say, okay, how can we improve what we did in the past? so that the next time we're in a similar situation, we have a better understanding. Charlie said that in emergency response, the key thing to keep in mind is that every action taken has potential consequences on the environment, on the people who live in the region, or on reducing the impact of the event. So each time we respond to a hurricane or spill, it's sort of like an experiment in a natural laboratory. Because NOAA is a science agency, he said that experts at the center can play a critical role in using science to learn from past events. We actually learn more from every event that we want to incorporate into our planning for the future. Uh, These are not events that you can simulate or reproduce in a laboratory. Uh, You may be able to do some computer modeling, but the the computer modeling is really driven by what we learn from past events anyway. So what we have to do is take advantage, not only doing our due diligence to do the best response we can during that event, but learn from that event on how we can do better in the future. Since we are scientists and we study events and we try to learn from events because that's what scientists do, is take that science perspective on helping assist the states, the local municipalities, and the other federal agencies develop a better response plan in the future. Doesn't mean the old one was bad, but we can always improve. NOAA is slated to take ownership of the new Disaster Response Center on the 25th of April. If you'd like to see what it looks like right now, we'll have a link to an image gallery in our show notes. And that gallery is also the home of where you'll find a lot more background on the new center, its mission, and its vision for the future. And let me mention where to find that now, just in case you're in front of a computer and want to check it out. It's on the NOS website at oceanservice.noaa.gov hazards DRC. That's hazards backslash DRC. Of course, once NOAA takes over the building from the contractors, there won't be any furniture or equipment in it, Charlie said that'll take several more months. The plan is to open the doors for work in June. While the center will have offices to support 30 staff members, it'll originally start off with a small cadre of key personnel. And that's not stopping Charlie and his team, though. They're already virtually open for business. He said that even though they don't have the building yet, 
They're now working the mission of the center with partners in the region to improve response in the Gulf of Mexico. And they even have their first workshop planned for later this year. Our first workshop that we're going to host at the Disaster Response Center, even before the building is fully operational, is going to be a surge model workshop related to hurricane storm surge. And this is to basically provide the latest, best information from the folks that develop those models that predict how much water can inundate those coastal zones so that we can improve planning for this year's hurricane season. It sounds like they're off to a good start. That was Charlie Henry, NOAA Scientific Support Coordinator for the Gulf of Mexico region and Acting Director of the New Disaster Response Center. Thank you for joining us this week. Write to us at nos.info at noaa.gov if you have any questions or comments about the website, about the podcast, or about the ocean. Our home on the web is oceanservice.noaa.gov. And don't forget that you can subscribe to the podcast on our website so you'll never miss an episode. We serve up a feed for your feed reader, and we're also on iTunes. You can get those links on our website as well. We'll be back in two weeks. We'll see you then.